here for a podcast. All, all disciplines, paths, players, game masters, and enthusiasts like myself and Josh. I am, of course, Dan. With me is Josh. And I am, of course, Josh. Absolutely. If you couldn't tell it by now. Hi, everybody. 49. There 49. are... <laughs> smooth, well-oiled machine we got going here. In, in 49. <laughs> the, the... Four dozen and one the podcasts ago. No, I'm just kidding. Four, four dozen and one. Yeah. yeah, the uh the the number of episodes recently surpassed the number of years on my Mine too. Tally. Yeah. Can't cut me in half and count the rings. I'd rather you not. Um yeah. <laughs> one away from fifty. So what are we talking about this? Today week, Dan? we are actually gonna talk about all things um oh hell with it. We're gonna talk about the gauntlet, because it's just time to talk about the gauntlet. All things forceful. Yes. And powerful. This is, I was reading all things immovable. Obstacle. Exactly. So if you have any questions for what we're going to talk about today, uh, feel free to email us at edsgpodcast at gmail.com. Email is free. We will take that because uh, we're not giving you any home addresses. But I was reading this last night in preparation for uh, tonight's podcast, actually. And I was no- making mental note through the essay that the gauntlet reads as to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you were part of the development, part elementalist, part purifier, part quester of Minbruge, and part mystic warrior, since it's all unarmed combat from the Earthon Journal way back in uh, yes. two. So it's like 25% of each of those, or maybe a 20, 30% split. But really, that was my impression. So I think this is a unique enough discipline that it warranted its own episode, as we're going to do today, of course. But yes. it didn't sound like anything I've read before for Earth Dawn. And I like some of the new stuff. No, so this. there's there's kind of there's there's a few different things going on with the with the gauntlet yeah. that are that are pretty cool. So one of the one of the things like it's it's sort of early conceptual development from a mechanic standpoint was to try and do a different approach. Mm-hmm. We had talked about in previous discipline episodes, like the different styles of close combat, right? Like we've got the, you know, we've got the sword master who's like flash and agility and whatnot. We've got the warrior who's kind of all around. We've got the sky raider who's like the real sort of forceful, aggressive style. And the beast master. We've got the the cavalryman, obviously, on the mount. And the beast master who's kind of an unarmed. But all of those ultimately, in some respects, rely on a certain amount of acting early and acting quickly and having that, that kind of approach to things. And the gauntlet is mechanically, mechanically kind of reinforces and has abilities that take a very, very different approach to a close combat character, which is to say, rather than going with acting quickly and doing multiple attacks, like the warrior and the sword master, what can be designed and built to make a more slower, deliberate hits only hits once, but hits really, really hard yeah. kind yeah. of, you know, for, for lack of a better term, like one punch man kind mm-hmm. of thing. So that was, that was part of what's going on. The other was in the course of Morgan's conceptual work as he was developing the, the paths, yeah. the, the various paths for mystic paths and looking at what was done before and what could be taken and adjusted 
And, and you're right. It does kind of take the the purifier and that the purifier discipline as it existed in earlier mm-hmm. editions was kind of a mishmash of things. Yeah. Like it was the Obsidian discipline. It was kind of built around this idea of like cleansing and healing the land and was a kind of unarmed combat type. Mm-hmm. So what Morgan did was he kind of took those different themes and kind of broke them out separately and took the unarmed combat aspect of the original purifier and and married it in a sense to this idea of the slow deliberate kind of obsidian style mm-hmm. fighter although other races can follow other name givers can yeah. follow it it is kind of originate lore wise it originated and is primarily followed by obsidian and and divide and while it still has a little bit of the old purifier flavor in terms of that the the thematic idea of healing the land got moved off into the purifier path yeah. the more obsidian focused aspects of it got moved off into brother of stone so you've got this kind of like three different things that all kind of originated from that old discipline mm-hmm. and i think made each of them kind of stronger by allowing a much better thematic focus as a result the Elemental themes of the of the gauntlet kind of play into the idea of them being kind of originally obsidian mm-hmm. and the earth that kind of goes along with that brings in um, a little bit more, del- um, you know, kind of that aspect of things. And then, again, just kind of playing with, you know, the 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 Minbruge idea and whatnot is, um, you know, a little bit in there, but is not as much of a, you know, much of a thing. But the the gauntlet is the slow deliberate brick wall bruiser mm-hmm. that is not necess- is not the flashy combatant is not the like they are both the unstoppable force and immovable object like if you're looking at um to draw some pop culture comparisons Please. here i'm just kind of riffing off the top of my head here juggernaut from marvel from comics marvel yes. comics i could see as a as a gauntlet absolutely ben grim the thing we could also be a gauntlet like any of the big like superhero brick bruiser yeah. fisticuff style characters would would fit the gauntlet to a T. Mm-hmm. I could see that, and, you know, pugilist like boxer, you know, again, like the, the unarmed combat that is very deliberately a different style from the Beastmaster, which is kind of the feral mimicking the yeah. fighting styles of, of animals. This is drawing strength from the elements of the earth and being the the bulwark of stone and stuff totally. like that. So I may, may cut this part out of the podcast real quick. Did the talent horde blows make it into fourth edition, or has that not been uh, moved over yet? Uh, I don't. I don't. Know. Okay, fair enough. Because I thought that the gauntlet would be oh, perfect for um, horde blows. Yeah, horde blows was a um, liberator yeah. ability mm-hmm. originally. Yeah. I didn't see it in the gauntlet, but I figured I would at least ask because I thought it would be ideal if that. Uh, it is a it is a knack for liberators. Oh, cool, 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 cool. Horde blows. It, it is a knack off of tyranny's ruin. Wow, which is a which is a, a talent that liberators gotcha. get. Okay, I was thinking it uh, if so. It is still in there. It is not. Yeah, gauntlet get so- sort of like they don't. They're. Yeah, they they don't sort of build up a charge that they then release the way that the that the liberator did with horde blows. Fair. The gauntlet's mechanical power comes from other places. 
Fair enough. Morgan's probably listening to this and yelling at me right now, which is fine. <laughs> it was a question I thought okay. to ask. So, okay. So let's get down to the brass tacks on the gauntlets. They turn their bodies into living weapons because, of course, they are going to be the unarmed combatant. And my friend, who has played with me now for 25 years in almost every single role-playing game that we've ever were ever in, always asks, where's my martial artist? Where is my unarmed combatant that, you know, my Jackie Chan, my Bruce Lee, the, the badass that doesn't bother to need a weapon? Well, so where are they? Yeah. So 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 if you're looking at the gauntlet as a Jackie Chan slash Bruce <laughs> Lee type, you're going to be disappointed. No, he was just saying. Because Jackie Chan and Bruce Lee, yes, there is not really a traditional D&D monk style martial mm-hmm. artist, really, yeah. in Earth Dawn. Gauntlet is kind of the closest, yeah. but they... You know, Bruce Lee's thing was Jeet Kune Do's, like, there's a lot of, like, speed and really short, like, there's a lot of power oh, yeah. in it, but it's also very, like, you know, showbiz style. I mean, it's effective, mm-hmm. but, you know, it's very, like, like quick it's, movements it's, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah, it's very rapid. And that is not the gauntlet style. There, There still is not, and I think intentionally yeah. so, because of various reasons, there isn't a what you think of as a martial artist, like flurry of blows, monk, unarmed combatant. Exactly. In Earth Dawn. It's not something that, that is, I think really thematically appropriate to the type of setting that it is. Um, it feels a bit uh, appropriation-y mm-hmm. in the sense, you know, there's, there's nothing necessarily wrong with it, but that's not the style of the gauntlet. That's okay. I was, me. but if you are looking to play an unarmed combatant and for whatever reason, the, the Beastmaster does not Suit you? fit your style. Yeah. The gauntlet is the the one to is the one to look at. Agreed. So uh, we're going to dig in a little bit deeper on this one right now. So the important attributes are, and these are just alphabetical: perception, strength, and willpower. I'm imagining that strength might outweigh the rest, but that's just me. Well, I mean, the idea is like strength needs to be higher. They do get talents that kind of enhance their damage capability. Mm -hmm. But if you are looking at an unarmed combatant strength is what their damage is going to be based off of and it would need to be higher than you would normally expect for a sword master or a warrior who would have weapons and magic weapons on top of that to overcome whatever shortcomings they might have as far as strength yeah. goes so a, a windling is not recommended but you can be a windling gauntlet it just might a windling gauntlet yeah i've heard of people actually like <laughs> working up with windling gauntlets for for yeah. games I, I, you know, like any kind of windling close combat character, you're, you're potentially going to run into some mm-hmm. issues early on before you get the talent ranks to really overcome things. But the windlings get the bonus to perception. They get, you know, they get a, a little bit of a higher dexterity that, you know, would enhance their defense and survivability yeah. a little bit early on. But yeah, yeah, there's some, there's some good I stuff. I would there. welcome that challenge. So. Anyway, uh, the karma ritual um, takes into account all of the elements around them. So, like you said, leading back to the obsidian genesis for the gauntlet, it's uh, very elemental based. And this is where I came up with the mishmash that I said. This is where they lean heavily on the elementalist portion because they surround themselves and extend their senses, feeling the earth, fire, water, wood around them that they could, that's in the immediate surroundings. Um, and so, yeah, it's just it's a little cool little karma ritual for them. So the artisan skills are body painting and rune carving, merely suggestions, of course, because 
you know, any, any artisan skill you'd like for your character, of course, you don't have to follow these two, but they're not, not too bad to have. Um, but the half magic is of knowledge of the elements, unarmed fighting techniques, and style. They also can use half magic to resist fatigue and distractions. So very, very useful half magic abilities for the gauntlet. Yeah. Focus is one of the strong themes of the gauntlet in that, as their karma ritual describes, they spend that 30 minutes not only kind of feeling the world around them, but they focus that concentration down to a singular point, to a singular moment, and then act. And that is a very, like, that that focus, that ability to not be distracted is something that is kind of a key aspect of the Gauntlet's philosophy and how they unlock their um, sort of one perfect strike approach yeah. to things. Had I uh, written the essay, I don't think I could have done any better, by the way. Uh, I would have only added, like, one quote from a, a, a Gauntlet d- a disciple, which would be that uh, focus is where power comes from. Because I'm borrowing that from one of my favorite authors. Anyway, so on to the um, discipline, the rest of it. They get a durability of seven, because of course they are a uh, upfront combatant and no free talents. Yep. And the discipline talents are going to be pretty obvious at first circle. Avoid blow. I'm going to skip one. There's your defensive (laughs) talent. You are, you know, if you're going to be in a close combat, having a defensive talent that allows you to not get hit at times can be useful. The Gauntlet does get a bit more on on the defensive side, as we'll see as we go through their progression. Absolutely. But avoid blow is for any kind of close combat, physical combat character is almost a, a given. It is too useful not to yeah. otherwise. I'm going to skip the main one here in a second or so. So we've got thread weaving because you have gauntlet weaving, and then you have unarmed combat and wound balance. So, yeah, unarmed combat is your primary attack talent. Like that's what you use when you are punching people. Yep. So you've got to get that <laughs> wound balance is a counterpart uh, again, focuses for, for kind of the resilience and durability theme of the gauntlet um, that basically allows you to stay standing when you do take a hit, even if that is a heavy hit that causes a yeah. wound. So that applies very appropriately because being there. knocked down. And then the one bad. you skipped body control being knocked down as we've discussed many times. <laughs> Not good. So yes, body control is the other main focus of what the gauntlet will do from here on out. And it's a talent listed in the mystic paths. So Um, this is sort of the gauntlet equivalent to claw shape. Mm -hmm. It does not provide the additional bonus that claw shape does it, but it adds its rank to the gauntlet's strength for purposes of doing unarmed combat. And part of the reason that it does not get the bonus that claw shape does is that gauntlets get other talents that provide additional bonuses that will enhance that further. So there's no need to make up that shortcoming that, that claw shape kind of does for the, uh, for the, so, warrior, for the, in essence, master. unarmed combat to hit body control for damage. Damage. And, yep. and since it's a disciplined talent or any talent, you can use karma on that immediately for your damage. Exactly. So let's not, Belie that. Let's not ignore that point there. So that's first circle. Second circle, uh, they of course get a bonus to their physical defense, plus one. Got to start somewhere. And then they get their other uh, talent, specifically in the Mystic Paths book, Deliberate Assault, which just sounds cool. Yes. So 
this is where the gauntlets wait for the one perfect moment starts to manifest. This is a talent that basically when they're, they can reduce their initiative by any amount down to zero. Mm-hmm. Effectively. Go last. It does not count as a reserved or delayed action for the, for the typical purposes of the mm-hmm. rules. What happens is that when they strike somebody who is, has a higher initiative, they gain a bonus to their attack equal to the difference between their new, their chosen initiative result and like basically the difference between their initiatives up to a maximum of their deliberate assault rank. So if you have deliberate assault at rank three, you can get up to a plus three bonus on your attack test by acting three or more ticks behind your your chosen target gotcha. in the initiative count. So if you've got... And so basically what you, what you end up with is like you, you see the situation where you've got, because you are acting, you are going to be acting towards the end of the round. You are going to ideally be acting last. Mm-hmm. Warrior or a Swordmaster or whatever is coming at you and they've used Tiger Spring or Air Dance or whatever to act first and come up and, and moving against you. You need the avoid, you want the avoid blow and the wound balance so that you can potentially not get hit. And if you do get hit, stay mm-hmm. standing so that because obviously if you get knocked down, then saving your action until later penalizes you because you either need to get up or you're going to be attacking from the ground at a yeah. penalty. So you really want to look at getting those defensive talents up in order to get that perfect opportunity to just punch your opponent and get a bonus to your attack test as a result uh, and and go with that. There is, a, again, a very deliberately different play style mm-hmm. with the gauntlet compared to other close combat disciplines. And it can take a little bit of work to get used to it. But for, you know, for the for the right person, it is ideal. Fair. I think it, it it's like taking on a wizard you are more of a planner as far as combat's concerned. Every time you should do your carpet ritual, you should think about this scenario happens and I should act this way in this combat so that I make sure to do what I do best when I get there. Uh, so third circle, they can, the gauntlet can now spend a karma point on a recovery test because you're going to be getting hit. That's kind of half the, the battle there is <laughs> again playing into the theme of of endurance and resilience that plays the part of the gauntlet so you get that karma on exactly. recovery and then your discipline talent at third circle is steel thought because i always thought that would be uh, a good thing for them to have because you know they're going to stand right there in the middle of things and take it yeah sometimes it's, it's, it's a spell yep it's it's another defensive it's another defensive ability it is useful um against anticipate blow mm. Because anticipate blow targets mystic defense, you could use steel thought to resist antici- to counter anticipate blow to prevent your opponent who might be coming after yeah. you with that talent from getting their bonus, you know, for their bonus from from that talent. Um, and of course, it also helps you resist spells and things like that that could <laughs> cause you problems as well. <laughs> Always. So it's it's another defensive talent that just again continues that theme of being the bulwark of being very difficult to to put down to stop, you know, that kind of works alongside wound balance and avoid blow in terms of, of your the the defensive suite of abilities that the gauntlet yeah. gets. Uh, and then fourth circle, they added a plus one to their mystic defense, 
So that's one physical, one mystic. And then the discipline talent is studied counter. Another one straight out of the mystic paths book, not in the regular book. Yes. So studied counter is great. Um, this is kind of the, in a way, the opposite of anticipate mm-hmm. blow that basically you make uh, the the adept makes a studied counter test, and it's based off perception, which is part of the reason why perception is an important attribute for yes. the gauntlet. Against the mystic defense of the opponent who has already taken their standard action, the gauntlet then gets a plus two per success to their next attack and damage test against that target. Yeah. I figure the perception is important because they need to actually, aside from the studied counter part, studied counter, sorry, is to actually analyze the attack style of like they're right. like their yeah. half magic says thematically yeah thematically that is important but mechanically you want to have that high perception mm-hmm. so that you can get the studied counter oh yeah deliberate assault does not have a test it's just a rank yeah. okay but you like basically you combine deliberate assault where you reduce your initiative and get a bonus to your attack test you then get uh, studied counter where you get a bonus to your, an additional bonus to your tactics plus an, a bonus to your, to, damage. to your damage plus any extra successes that you get off of your increased attack test against the target yeah. will also provide additional yeah. damage. So like you can start to see where, especially as you start getting more and more ranks in those things where those can, can really add up. And those bonuses are intentionally again, because the gauntlet doesn't get as we'll see mm-hmm. when we get into the journeyman tier, doesn't get multi-attack talents. Yeah. They get one <laughs> attack. And so they basically just stack as many bonuses as they can on top of that one mm-hmm. attack to basically hit once and hit really hard, as opposed to a warrior or a sword master who will hit two or three times um, and do, relatively speaking, a little bit less damage per mm-hmm. hit, but add up to two more damage overall. Yeah, they're... they're- um, and that, and what that also means for the gauntlet is that the gauntlet is actually very good at overcoming armor mm. because they hit once so hard and have a higher damage result that will overcome armor more effectively than if a target has an armor rating of yeah. five, hitting them once for 15 damage is better than hitting them three times, three times for five damage exactly. each because like all three of those get soaked. Otherwise you've done 10. So like the gauntlet the gauntlet is very effective against high armor opponents. Yeah, so they, they were made they were made with the mechanics in mind, rightfully so. So that's the first four circles. Let's talk about the options because I again I find no issue with any of those. Only three of those talents are out of the Mystic Paths book as they are described: body control, deliberate assault, and studied counter. But I I, I am going to mimic the thought of the mystic warrior which is that they are a strain sponge so they will just take a little bit of strain to get almost everything done body control does not take any strain so that's the good news there so the options no body control does not cause any strain deliberate assault causes one One. um studied counter is one so yeah similar to the warrior in some respects like their combat enhancing abilities cost them strain as but they've got as they should they, they, they probably will want to have a decent toughness. They will want to have, you know, they've got the, the durability seven, so they'll be able to have the points to, to, to handle that reasonably. Absolutely. So the options, um, and all of these are the regular, uh, player's guide. So these are all standard, um, fair awareness, because again, 
you got to have awareness. It's it's a generally useful <laughs> ability. They tend to have a higher perception. The theme of them studying their their opponents and whatnot. Awareness plays very nicely into that theme, even if awareness does not necessarily have a direct, immediate combat applicability. Yeah. It still makes a lot of sense for them from a thematic Absolutely. standpoint. Then battle shout, because I think that is, should thematically go right up their alley as well. Yeah. If you can impose penalties upon your target, this is a little bit of the aggression and physical force, you know, for the similar idea that you have with the Sky Raider. So you can intimidate or or rattle your target, impose penalties on them, which, again, makes it a little bit tougher for them to to hit mm-hmm. you. So that's certainly an option for someone who might be going with a little bit more of an aggressive style. Absolutely. Danger sense, because, again, you can maybe take some of the blows, but why would you want to take them all? Uh, danger sense, you know, again, plays nicely into their awareness and high perception themes. The ability to, if you are someone who is going to be studying your opponent and looking for that one perfect moment, having an awareness of potential ambushes and situations like that would mm-hmm. be well, well applied for you, as well as the ability to deal more effectively with surprise traps and whatnot can Agreed. also come in handy. Not required, but certainly would be appropriate for the right Why type. it's an option. And the most interesting option, I think, on this list for, for the first four circles is etiquette. Yeah, going with the idea that most disciplines need to have maybe a little bit of a, of a um, social. social aspect of them, but they're not really the type. While first impression is generally a little bit more useful in some respects, etiquette plays into them being a lot more like deliberate and intentioned than first impression would. Yeah. That they get a, a sense of how to behave in a certain situation and a greater awareness of what's going on. And that plays into that. Yeah, this idea. is more of the, I'm going to read the room and and see where I fall in that. Uh, Fireblood, which is right up their alley for a gauntlet. Recovery talent plays into the elemental theme, you know, the earth, uh, earth and fire kind of idea there. Very nice to be able to heal damage in combat if you are uh, in a case you know, where that becomes potential. <laughs> Absolutely. Item history, I think is a nice little nuance to have. Yeah. If you're going to be going with a little bit more of a mystical approach to the gauntlet, a little bit more of the philosophical and, and perception based, yeah. um, being able to turn that perception and that focus onto an item and learn about it, uh, would certainly be useful. Totally. Probably like in terms of the, like if I were to take these optional talents and, and, like rate them in terms of of desirability, it's probably down a little mm-hmm. bit lower because you've got troubadours and wizards and nethermancers and weaponsmiths that all kind of play in that same yeah. space. But the gauntlet can pick it up because it does play a little bit into that focus and perception. And I think game. it flushes them out nicely as not just simply a blunt object, and so it makes them more well rounded. Yeah. There is a, there is a very philosophical approach to them that plays into yeah, that as that well. Yeah, and that needs to be. Um, utilized. Then you have maneuver, which is underrated and one of my absolute favorites of all time. That is a that is another combination sort of defensive and offensive talent. It can pair very nicely with uh, with deliberate um, with deliberate assault yeah. and studied counter in terms of providing you some additional defensive capability and a little bit of additional offensive oomph on top of that if successful. Absolutely. Because a maneuver does not require any kind of initiative advantage one way or the other 
for it to be useful. All right. Mystic Pursuit. Again, a nice little character wrinkle to throw in there uh, because I, I think it would be useful to, to not only be able to analyze the attack, but be able to find who that per, where that person went to if they if that if their combatant retreated. Yeah, again, kind of play in the similar kind of theme as item history. It is something that plays into a the the awareness mm-hmm. uh, and the focus and the perception in, in in a similar kind of way to the archer has it has a kind of like focus and, and perception theme, but it's a very different like philosophical uh, approach that the gauntlet would have compared to the yeah, archer. So I, I like that to make a more well-rounded uh, character. And then we have wilderness survival because that just makes total sense with the elementalist theme running through them. <laughs> yeah, with the with the elements theme and and the survivability and endurance themes that that plays right into that yes. very nicely. And then woodskin because why would you not have woodskin if you are playing a gauntlet? You you wouldn't necessarily need to take both fireblood and woodskin because they're both kind of defensive abilities that do similar mm-hmm. things and at least early on, you don't really have the recovery test to necessarily be handling both. And so you might not need to, to take both of those options. But, you know, again, it plays into the survivability and, and endurance traits and also has the elemental flavor to it. So it's absolutely totally. appropriate. So onto the journeyman tiers. We've got fifth circle. They get elemental stance. And again, as we've said, a lot of disciplines get a lot of things at fifth circle. So they get elemental stance after actions are declared for the round, but before any are taken, the adept can spend one strain to use elemental stance. They gain plus two to their unarmed attack test, unarmed damage test, physical armor, or mystic armors. Any one of those four. Any one of those four. Yeah. So that is not bad to get a plus two unarmed attack, unarmed damage, or physical or mystic armor. That's not a bad thing. First, just a point of strain, worth it, I will say. Because then you can change it every single round. You can change which one you need, need every single round if you want to do for another point of strain every single round. So not bad. They also get a karma uh, modifier, which is the, the, the gauntlet can now spend a karma point on any unarmed damage test, which is the only damage test you should be making. And, and this stacks with the karma that you could spend because of body control. So it basically allows the, the gauntlet to spend a second point of karma on damage yeah, if they so wish. Yeah, add 2d6 to that. And your discipline talent of, of course, earth skin, since we just brought up wood skin. So, <laughs> yeah, you don't need to have wood skin to get earth skin. Earth skin is is given as a discipline talent because it provides the bonus to uh, mystic mm-hmm. defense. Uh, you know, some things that are a little bit more useful for the gauntlet compared to wood skin. And again, because we've got fire blood and wood skin as options, it's they will probably take one or the other. But earth skin is a is a really nice talent that provides some bonuses in areas that you don't really get a lot of bonuses otherwise for combat characters so sixth circle they get the another bonus to their physical defense now at a plus two total and they get temper flesh as the discipline talent this allows them to increase their armor making it even (laughs) harder to deal damage yeah so um it's the ever escalating arms race now they're doing more damage and they're able to take more if they get hit at all so uh, a whole lot more fun. Seventh circle, they get a plus, uh, they get another recovery test per day now. So again, adding to the, yep. you're going to sit there and take it, then you need to be able to recover from it. But the discipline talent of crushing blow, absolutely appropriate. Yep. This is a damage adder. This basically just it, it continues to increase the <laughs> amount of damage that the, that the gauntlet can dish out with their, with their yeah. strike. So nicely done. Eighth circle. 
the adept adds a plus two to their mystic defense. So they now have a total of plus two. So two physical and now two, two mystic uh, across the board up to eighth circle. And they get the new, dis- new discipline talent of focused strike. Basically, this enhances their damage even more. They add their focused strike step uh, to a damage test result. And this can be combined with crushing blow. Do it. Yeah, basically, <laughs> this again. The idea being that that the restrictions that they can only make one attack, you know, like from elemental yeah. stance, and focus strike can only be done with one attack. But the idea being that yes, we are you only can make one attack, but we are going to allow you to stack these mm-hmm. body control and crushing blow and focus strike and just whale. <laughs> bang out a a yeah a a single high power Hulk smash um, rocket punch exactly so the optional talents uh for journeyman astral sight which again is that whole perceptive looking at the the uh you know bringing bringing again that little bit of of mystic philosophical flavor in there and their high perception yeah. always good to have cold purify uh, allows you to resist Poison or disease and heal damage dealt by the same. Mm-hmm. Again, plays into the resilience and endurance themes. Always. Evidence analysis, which I think is the whole uh, increased perception as well, just because it's they should be more astute at dismantling uh, an attack toward them. And that just means that they are more astute at noticing all kinds of things around them. Fire heal. Because if you have fire blood, you need to have fire heal. Fire heal. <laughs> Well, fire heal is fire heal is useful even if you don't have fire blood because fire heal allows you to get additional recovery yes. tests, and that can power not only mm-hmm. fire blood but also wood skin or earth yep. skin or just use them as additional recovery Feel healer. Better. So that is a if you are looking to do a very resilient mm-hmm. character, uh, fire heal can be a really great way to enhance yeah. that. And I just like the fact that if you can have the elements of fire. In one, you have to have the element of fire the other way because it goes along thematically. And then Iron Constitution. Again, thematically nice, just for the names, but incredibly useful. Yeah. Just boost, you know, boosting that uh, resistance ability even further for stuff like Agreed. that. Lionheart is a nice little Resisting option. fear. And then resist taunt, another option. Another defensive <laughs> talent to resist kind of the social targeting things. You've already got the physical, you've got the mystic. Here's your here's your social defense yeah. protection, and then spot armor flaw because as the point you made up earlier, they they get really good at that. Another yeah, they've got the high perception, mm-hmm. so it works really nicely for them in that regard, and it provides even more potential damage. <laughs> Steely stare because if you are that much of a badass, you should be able to pull off this look. And I agree with that. And then waterfall slam, which I think we've only ever covered like one or once or twice before, so. Remind us. Yeah, warrior is the only other discipline that that has that gets this talent. This basically enhances knockdown. Mm-hmm. So when you are either deliberately attacking to knockdown or you deal a wound, which because they tend to be doing a single high damage strike, gauntlets deal wounds pretty frequently <laughs> in in ideal circumstances. Be. Then waterfall slam enhances the ability to go even further in terms of putting their opponent on the ground. So we are going to actually, we've only been at this for 39 minutes now. We're actually going to do something we haven't done before for any other discipline and go past eighth circle. So welcome to the warden talents for the gauntlet. The the gauntlet being new, we don't have as much like sort of (laughs) context historical stuff to, to deal with. 
Well, and and but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna at least kind of and all but like four of those talents are in the other books we've talked movies. about them. I can't say ad nauseum, but plenty in other regards. So yeah. we have some extra time to kind of fully flesh out the gauntlet. So this is the only episode you will ever need when you go to make a gauntlet character. So they get a ninth circle ability, which is very verbose, uh, called pattern infusion. Yeah, every we because we haven't covered the high circle stuff for any discipline yeah. yet. One of the things that kind of shows up with a lot of disciplines at Ninth Circle at Warden Tier is they get the they generally get some kind of long term or permanent bonus as part of that. It's frequently kind of blood magic or or strain related, um, and usually pretty impressive. In the Gauntlet's case, you know, like is a, a good chunk of that is just flavor text in terms of describing yeah, what yeah, it is. It's a ritual, but basically. The gauntlet takes one blood magic, takes one permanent mm-hmm. damage, and either gains a plus three to their unarmed damage tests or plus three to their physical armor. Um, and they can change that ritual mm-hmm. again. Like they can basically like let it lapse and perform it again to get the other yeah. bonus if they did want to, to change that's it. That's a permanent change. They just do the ritual. They have that. They move yeah. On. Basically, basically the bonus, the bonus lasts for as long as they keep that blood magic. Yeah. Active. So if they want to change it, uh, today I want to do more damage, go. Today there's a bigger fight coming. I want to increase my physical armor. Go. Just take eight hours, do the ritual, and move on. So that's not a bad thing to have. So Right. I mean, the the, the ritual like takes a day. It is not something that you can change on a <laughs> no. whim. But if you know, if you have enough time to prepare in advance and you do want to change it, mm-hmm. you can. But hey, look, yet another way that the gauntlet can stack <laughs> bonuses to their damage. And if they have the perception to analyze the situation well enough to say, I have exactly eight hours, I can do this, let me prepare, then you're good. But they also get a karma ability because it's ninth circle, of course. They get a karma ability. They can now spend a karma point on any active defense test. Avoid blow, resist taunt, all that stuff. Uh, And their discipline talent is critical hit. Yep. If they achieve at least three successes on an attack test, so that is, they hit plus two additional successes. So if, much like um, yeah. Air Dance, if they get 10 or more above their target's mm-hmm. physical defense, then they increase the damage by their rank in critical hit. So again, <laughs> even more damage. Even more stacking. So uh, they should be, sorry, bad joke, uh, a one-hit wonder. On to 10th circle. Yes. The gauntlet now adds... A total of plus three to their, their to their physical defense, so that now and, and they get a plus one to their another, mystic armor. Yeah, plus one to the mystic armor, and the discipline talent is unflinching fortitude. Yes. What does that? Mean? <laughs> a lot of F's in that one. Unflinching fortitude. The adept resists taking major damage. Adds their rank and unflinching fortitude to their wound threshold. Wound threshold. It's a wound threshold nice. booster. It it's just a permanent bonus. It doesn't cause any strain or need to be activated or anything yeah. like that. So uh, as many ranks as you put in that adds to your wound threshold. You therefore will not take a wound if you add you know a boatload of ranks in that right off the bat. But it's at the warden talent uh, warden tier, so it'll cost you a lot more legend points. However, worth it to not take a wound. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, onto 11th circle, the they finally, the gauntlet finally gets a plus one to their social defense. Because, you know, by that point, maybe you want to protect that a little bit. But you also get to spend a karma point on any unarmed attack tests once per round. Well, I mean, this is basically a, 
an additional karma point that can be spent on on attack tests. Yeah. You know, continuing that that stacking karma. Uh, yeah. Ability. So just to have plenty of D6s handy. Uh, but your discipline talent at 11th circle is spirit strike, which I've always loved. Yes. <laughs> this allows you to attack a target by its like to physically attack a target with a with a strike or a blade yeah. or whatever. But you do it through astral space. So it targets the mystic defense yep. and it does damage as normal. Yeah. You do need to astrally sense your target in some mm-hmm. way in order to get the most effect out of it, because otherwise you suffer a penalty, kind of like being striking yeah. blind. And But it also allows you, if you are aware of a target in astral space, like a spirit mm-hmm. or horror or something like that, it allows you to attack them yeah. as well. So you can use it to attack somebody in astral space or in physical space. Yeah. But it otherwise you you target mystic defense instead of physical defense. Otherwise, you do damage mm-hmm. as normal. So and oh look, astral sight was available back at the journeyman tier. Why would you yeah. not pick that up? So on to twelfth circle, the gauntlet finally uh, tops out at a plus three total to their mystic their base mystic defense that they started with. Yeah. So at this point, they've got plus three physical, plus three mystic, yeah. plus one social, and they also get a a, a second additional recovery test per day. So now they have two recovery tests per day. More than they started with. So that's not bad either. And they get another discipline talent called Patient Resilience. Yes. If their initiative is less than their rank in Patient Resilience, Mm -hmm. they gain the difference between them as a bonus to their physical and mystic armor until the end of the round. So if you have a Patient Resilience at rank 5 and you're acting on initiative 1 or 0 which you will generally be doing as often as you mm-hmm. can, you basically gain, if that case, let's say you go on initiative count once, you've got a difference of four, you get a plus two each to your physical and your mystic yep. armor until the end yeah. of the round. Uh, until the end of the, the next and round. By the description of what this looks if like... the difference is odd, you get to choose where the extra fair. point goes. And I think uh, because of the description that is written with the patient resilience as to what happens and how it looks, I think that is actually referring to the cover art on the Mystic Paths book. So, <laughs> Yeah, the, the cover of the Mystic Paths book is a gauntlet like tri- tripping off a whole bunch of their yeah. abilities. The other thing is you get your patient resilience rank as a bonus to your deliberate assault rank for the purposes of determining the maximum bonus to your next attack test. Yeah. So math is involved in playing a gauntlet. <laughs> yeah, there is, there is some, there is some math involved. That's okay. That's okay. So the talent options for ninth, 10th, 11th, and 12th circle, um, for the warden are blood share. We've talked about that with the cavalrymen, uh, primarily, but also the, Beastmaster, I think, gets access to it as an option. It allows you to exchange damage between yourself and a willing target. Fair enough. Burning Vigor. Oh, no. It provides additional recovery tests equal to your rank in Burning Vigor that may be used to spend on talents like Wood Skin, Fire Blood, (laughs) blah, 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 blah. So it basically, like, it it gives you a bunch of bonus recovery tests that you can... They don't do recovery, but they can be used to power talents that effectively duplicate recovery abilities it also provides a bonus to raw strength tests like breaking down a door or lifting a heavy Mm -hmm. rock or anything like that it doesn't add to damage but any kind of raw strength application it provides a bonus to that very very handy talent defensive posture 
Uh, defensive posture is basically just a straight bonus to uh, adds defensive the defensive posture rank to a, an action test that improves physical defense, like um, maneuver, yeah. for example. So incredibly useful. So it basically enhances that even yes. further. Life. Um, it is also it also applies to avoid blow or any kind of active defense tests against appropriate Very targets. Very cool. Life check. <laughs> if your damage rating goes, if you take more damage and you would be dead, you can make immediately make a life check test to heal damage and not be dead. Um, that might sound handy. Just saying. Something like that. Something like that. Uh, lion spirit. Uh, lion spirit is similar to, it's basically like the, the warden tier like enhancement of lion mm-hmm. heart. Lion spirit adds its rank to your mystic and social defense against any kind of fear or intimidation. So it's just a flat bonus, whereas um, Lion Heart allows you to make tests to throw those off. Lion Spirit just increases the base difficulty for those to affect you in the first place. So Matrix Sight. Uh, Matrix Sight allows you to specifically target spell matrices. So if you want to punch a spell matrix (laughs) and potentially if you do enough damage to the spell matrix you will break it and uh it will know until it recovers Mm -hmm. which requires the magician to spend a recovery test or spend time or something like that to sort of fix it it can no longer hold a spell that's a nice little punch to do there i see your spells and i will punch them away from you but basically what you can do yeah like in in conjunction with spirit strike Use Matrix Sight, you can see the spell matrix, and then you can Spirit Strike and actually target the matrix specifically. Matrix Sight also gives you some insight into, like, you can detect spell matrices, you can identify the type of spell, like, you can identify the type of matrix, you can potentially identify the discipline, and if if you're a magician and you have Pattern Craft, then you can actually, if you have enough successes, use Pattern Craft to maybe identify the specific spell that it has. There you go. But for the Gauntlet's case, the primary purpose of Matrix Sight is to be able to see matrices so that you can punch them with Spirit Strike <laughs> and break them. Still somewhat of a blunt object, but that's okay. Uh, next up is Relentless yeah. Recovery. Relentless Recovery adds its rank to toughness when you are making normal recovery tests. Okay. It just provides a bonus to your standard regular recovery test. It doesn't apply to like fire blood. Mm-hmm. Or things like yeah. that. But if you're just... I'm going to heal. It's an hour later. I'm making just a straight recovery test. You actually roll Relentless Recovery instead. It provides yeah. a bonus. No, fine. I think that's incredibly helpful because that's just a higher number to roll. Resist Pain, which is always good. Resist Pain is really, really nice. <laughs> uh, resist Pain, each rank in Resist Pain allows you to ignore a penalty from wounds. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, hopefully you're not getting it in the first place. Vine armor. Vine armor is a, it's like, it's basically an enhancement to woodskin. Mm-hmm. Add your rank in vine armor to your woodskin test. And it ad- provides you an additional plus two to your mystic armor uh, for the duration of the woodskin. If, if you meet certain conditions. So it, uh, it's optional because you might not have taken woodskin as an option. And obviously it doesn't make sense to yeah. take that if you didn't also Fair. take woodskin. And then last, the option for the warden talent tier is vital strike. You can make, you can do even more damage. <laughs> you spend a recovery. 
do even more damage. Basically, what it allows you to do, if you successfully attack a target, you may spend a recovery test to deal additional damage. So this is on top of whatever damage you might normally be doing, equal to the result of Vital Strike. And Vital Strike is rank plus toughness. It is considered a separate damage test, and only the target's natural mystic armor applies. And this could potentially deal an additional wound. So they, so the gauntlet doesn't get an additional attack, but if they pick up vital strike, they get an additional secondary damage test from their punch. Yeah. But it costs a recovery test to use. Now, fortunately, you have relentless recovery or whatever it was called that gives you all of those bonus recovery, uh, burning vigor yeah. gives you all of those bonus recovery tests that you can spend to power yeah. the ability. So all these things are stacking up. Keep track of your your math and on a little piece of paper next to you. So on, I mean, by this point you're like you know twelfth circle or whatever. Yeah, nine, ten, eleven, or twelve. You can pick a vital strike to go along with your spirit strike. I mean, just that sounds like a, a nice little one two. I can't oh, call yeah. it a one two punch because that's just cheesy. But yeah, we haven't talked we haven't talked a lot about warden and master tier stuff. The power the the numbers and the power that can be brought to bear by adepts of this caliber are very impressive. Because yes, you're talking into the 20s on your steps already plus all these things that stack the 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 gauntlet should be rolling in the 30s if not the low 40s yeah. for some of this stuff oh yeah easily, easily. <laughs> so this is the fun part and then we get to 13th 14th and 15th circle so at 13th circle they um get a whole bunch of stuff so uh they get pattern manifestation for four strain, the adept fully manifests and strengthens their pattern in their body, amplifying the visible effects from pattern manifestation. All attacks made with body control gain one of the following keywords. Additionally, the adept gains plus three to unarmed attack tests, unarmed damage tests, physical armor, and mystic armor. All of those. Which does not stack with pattern no, infusion. but they get a plus three unarmed attack, plus it three unarmed stack. damage, plus three physical armor, plus three mystic armor. Booyah. And and you can basically turn your attacks into earth, metal, fire, cold, or yeah. wood, which means that you could use it to, for enemies that are susceptible to certain elemental types, you can infuse your um, blows with that elemental mm-hmm. type, which generally means that it either ignores or is, is not reduced by armor yeah. quite so much. And then, that's not all, they get... You know, five more things, defense, karma, a bonus, a discipline talent, and an optional talent. So here we go. They get a plus, a final plus four to their physical defense from where they started. They get a plus one karma steps. Now they're rolling a D8 for all of their karma die. And then they get a plus one to their base initiative step, finally, because they should go last, but just in case. <laughs> Not that they, <laughs> they need it. it. Uh, and then the dis- discipline talent is stone skin. Because wood skin, earth skin, now stone this skin. This is an enhancement to earth skin. Yeah, this is an enhancement to earth skin. Basically, it adds its rank to the earth skin test when you make it. And it adds an additional effect on top of that where it provides a physical armor bonus on top of the normal effects of earth yeah. skin. So it's basically just even, you know, even more defensive and resilience. And then they get an option, which we'll talk about in a minute or so. So they get a whole bunch of stuff at 13th circle. So get there when you can. 14th circle, the gauntlet finally adds uh, a total of plus four to their mystic defense from where they started. They get a plus two to their mystic armor from where they started. And they get the discipline talent of vicious wound. 
So we talked about in the last episode the um, Nethermancer Knack bleed, which reduces the target's wound yes. threshold when used mm-hmm. successfully. Vicious Wound basically does the same thing. <laughs> they make a test against the target. But in this case, each success reduces the target's wound threshold by mm. two for the rest of the round. Only against the attacks that the gauntlet makes. So it doesn't apply yeah. to everybody, but only to the gauntlets. But it's not blows. a minus one. It's a minus and, two. And on top of that, for each additional success beyond the wound threshold mm-hmm. for the damage that yeah. they deal, they deal an additional wound. So you are potentially dealing not only wounds against the lowered wound threshold, but multiple wounds at once. Oh, that's just a chef's kiss right there. Just ah, that is that is beautiful yeah. at 14 circle. <laughs> and we're not done. You know, like I'm going to punch you for 60. I'm going to punch you for 60 damage and cause seven wounds. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole point. Again, like the whole point is to. I mean, ideally, in combat situations like that, you're likely going up against major opponents like horrors At and whatnot circle, who have should really be, yeah. high values that you're looking to. Yeah, you should be up against some serious, serious combatants. But uh, yeah, the, hit first, hit hardest, leave a good looking corpse. Fifteenth circle, the end of the road, more or less. The gauntlet finally adds a plus two to the social defense from where they started. So plus four physical by now, four, plus four mystic by now, plus two social by now. Not bad. Pretty well rounded. And they have now gotten an additional three recovery tests per day base on top of whatever other recovery test talents they happen to have. And the final discipline talent is Shatter Will. Not a guy named Will. (laughs) (laughs) But so Shatter Will brings the manifests the focus of the gauntlet into a ranged attack within Shatter Will times two yards. Mm hmm. They make a rank plus will test against the target's mystic defense. It's a free action. If successful, the target suffers a minus two to their physical, mental, and social defenses per success until the end of the round. It just basically is is a crippling blow. (laughs) It can only be used once per round, but you basically focus it on a single target and just nerf (laughs) their uh, defenses into the ground. Because I... Hopefully. I don't think I want to use that more than once per round because that just sounds like the thermonuclear option, but that's just me. Uh, so that ends fi- the, all 15 circles, but we have the options you can pick up on 13th, 14th, 15th. Now you only get three of these because you've only got three circles to do this in, but here they are. Aura armor. Um, aura armor. You make a test and add... Your rank in aura armor as a bonus to your physical and mystic armor for a number of rounds equal to the test result. So basically, you just roll to see how it lasts, how long it lasts, and you gain a bonus to your yeah. defenses, uh, to your so, armor radius. That's not bad. Champion challenge, and we don't mean the graphic novel. We do mean the talent. Champion challenge. We we do not. <laughs> uh, champion challenge, we had talked about this. I think it becomes... I don't know whether it's actually we talked mm-hmm. about this yet, but basically this allows this allows a sort of ritualized formal duel. Each side in a conflict chooses a champion and they yeah. fight and then like it imposes some kind of mystical effect uh, to the victor and the loser and kind of messing with like interfering with the duel is bad mojo. Fair enough. It's it's complicated. It's in the companion. <laughs> so we wouldn't have talked about no, it yet. Fair enough. It's like a, a formalized, ritualized duel between the chosen champion of two sides yeah. in a conflict. So maybe not your first or second or third choice. Maybe not your first or second choice. Maybe a third choice when you finally get there. Because again, you only get to have three of these. 
chilling strike. It, it provides a penalty to the target when you activate <laughs> In addition to the normal damage after a successful attack, the Adept causes a penalty to the target's next initiative test equal to the rank in Chilling Strike. So basically, it's a, it's a slow yeah. effect. It reduces their, their That's initiative. Okay. And because we did mention the, the uh, nature of the gauntlet in, interacting with all of the elements, they get Elemental Walk. Uh, yep. Elemental Walk basically allows the, the character to resist the effects of exposure to a single element for a short period of time, uh, like walking on Death's Sea. They become immune to the damaging effects of the designated element for a number of minutes equal to the result of the elemental walk test. Uh, so if they chose water, they couldn't drown. Yeah. If they were attuned to air, they could breathe anything, smoke, mm -hmm. poisonous gases, anything along those lines. They basically are immune to the engulf power of a spirit of that type. They are immune to elementalist spells that have a keyword of that element. You know, it doesn't enhance their physical abilities in any way, uh, but it allows them to survive some pretty <laughs> radical uh, environmental conditions. Yeah, it's very, it's very mystic for them. <clears throat> for to go. Ethereal weapon. Uh, it basically changes your weapon to deal damage against mystic armor instead of physical hmm. armor. That's very handy. And in addition, bonuses on the test provide bonuses to damage dealt with the weapon. Very nice. Second chance. Oh, and sorry. Also, it also, much like Astral Sight, or um, not Astral Sight, much like um, uh, Spirit mm -hmm. Strike, it allows you to attack targets in Astral Space if you're aware of them. Very nice. Second Chance. Uh, this is, like, available to everybody at this tier. You can roll. It basically gives you a second chance. If you fail a test, <laughs> you can roll. Or it, it, Like, if you were not happy with the result of your test, you can roll, spend three strain, and roll... Second chance rank plus charisma, and you may use that in its place. This is your pulling a mulligan? Okay. Yeah. It's basically what it allows you to do. <laughs> I'm going to call a mulligan. There, there's a little bit of mechanical fiddliness there in that if you have second chance higher than the original action that you were taken, like the rank, the, the total step is higher, you suffer a penalty equal to the difference so that basically you can't cheese things by oh i'm gonna raise second chance all the way up and not have to worry about increasing other yeah. things that in a sense not quite but basically you 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 can't roll higher than your original step that you made the test with with second gotcha. chance fair enough two more soul aegis soul aegis each success on the test increases mystic and social defense by plus two not bad <clears throat> so it's pretty it's, a, it's another, it's another yeah, defensive booster. A little booster. protection for you there. And the last one, because uh, again, there's eight options here. You've only got three circles to, with which to use, to, with which to get them. It'll take you a while to get there. Vital Ward. Vital Ward is similar to Vital Strike in that it uh, requires you to spend a recovery test to activate, but it allows you after the fact... So you can make, the t so you can make a, an active defensive test like Avoid Blow, Repost whatever. Mm -hmm. After you have made the roll, if you're not happy with the result, you can spend a recovery test to add your rank and vital ward to that as a sort of add-on bonus. So there's a lot of uh, keeping track of your number of recovery tests. <laughs> to the result. So there's a lot of, of keeping track of your recovery well, tests for what, playing I mean, a gauntlet. That's what burning vigor yes. is for. <laughs> burning, burning vigor and fire heal. 
That's your that's your asset management task. I mean, those are those are things that are not those are those are sorts of things like vital ward is not intended as something that you kick off every time. It's a oh, I needed a 14, you know, I needed a 23 on my avoid blow test. I only rolled yeah. a 20. I'll spend a recovery test and get that bonus right away to turn that failure exactly. into a success. So uh, that is our first ever walk through all 15 circles of one discipline in one sitting in one podcast. So this will wrap up the entire gauntlet episode. Any final thoughts? I'm looking forward to either writing the novel that includes I gauntlet. Have, I have not personally seen I have pers- not personally seen the gauntlet in play. I think the the design stuff behind the gauntlet, I think some of the options that are in there are really, yeah. really cool. The gauntlet is great. <laughs> it is it is actually fr- like the feedback from people who mm-hmm. have played it is very positive. It is a it is a popular like it it provides an entirely new play and combat yeah. style. And and that and it like mechanically works really well. Morgan did a really great job with the with the few new talents that it introduced in terms of making its play style yep. work. It's a it's a really, really cool discipline that fills a niche that hadn't really been filled before Fair. in previous editions. So I, I I I really think it's great if you're especially for veteran players who have been playing a lot of Earth Dawn and might you know, have played like a lot of different disciplines and might be feeling a little bit burned out or uninspired or, or by some of the choices available. The gauntlet can very definitely bring in a new approach and appreciation. For yeah, things. I'm actually I'm looking forward to making a Tuscrang gauntlet because Tuscrang are awesome and gauntlets are great to, to Josh's oh, point. Yeah. And I just think um, maybe occasionally working in a tail attack on that would just add a small little wrinkle here and there. Which would be fun to you. Yeah, you do run into some minor troubles there with the I that some of the gauntlet powers restrict you to only attacking mm-hmm. once, which doesn't pair very well with the tail attack, but that's not all of the gauntlet yeah. abilities. So, you know, you can you can kind of take advantage of that. But yeah, again, if you're looking for a a, a, a tough, resilient, unarmed combat character, the gauntlet is a very different style and I think brings something very new and interesting to Earth Dawn that has been pretty well received in yep. general. So absolutely. Um, if you have not picked up Mystic Paths, it is available in Mystic Paths and is a great uh, potential thing yeah, to look it, at. I'm, I'm looking forward to exploring that one. Uh, so in case my scout dies, I already know which one I'm, which character uh, discipline I'm following next. And that is the one. So happy 16th discipline we've covered. That is the gauntlet. Any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nothing else. No. If you have any thoughts on the gauntlet or questions or anything like that, you can send us an email, edsgpodcast at gmail.com. Here we are, episode 49. Yes. A little bit more than a year into our broadcast history. We would like to thank you all for continuing to come along on this ride with us. We really appreciate your feedback and your attention and your time. We don't take it lightly. <laughs> we we do not. We appreciate each and every one of you, and we hope you are doing well. Stay tuned. Coming up in the very near future, a very special episode. Yeah, number 50, because who thought we'd make it to 50 episodes? <laughs> oh, there you go. Absolutely. Until then, folks, it is time for you People like to go run, your, run through your own gauntlet. And see what you can do with one. And by all means, play one and tell us how it works. Punch your punch your legend. <laughs> <laughs>
Hard!